Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Acts chapter 10, verse 15. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. You are what you eat. Have you ever heard that phrase? In the early 1920s, a nutritionist named Victor Lindler developed a diet that became popular at the time. He said, 90% of the diseases known to man are caused by cheap foodstuffs. You are what you eat. Well, that phrase caught on, and he began to use it in radio talks in the 1930s. And then in 1942, he wrote a book with this phrase in its title. Even though all of this was long before Peter's time, Peter may have been convinced that it was true as well. At one time, God had given the Israelites a variety of dietary restrictions to set them apart. However, now God wanted his disciples to be clear that this was to no longer impede their work of bringing the gospel to all the nations. So one day, God showed Peter a vision of all different kinds of food and animals that at one time he would never have thought of putting on his menu. Peter says, I saw something like a large sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to where I was. I looked into it and saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, and birds of the air. Then I heard a voice telling me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Well, you can guess Peter's response. He replied, Surely not, Lord. Nothing impure or unclean has ever entered my mouth. Peter thought, you are what you eat. He assumed that if he ate something that was considered impure, it would make him impure. But then the voice from heaven said to him, do not call anything impure that God has made clean. Years ago, as a young boy, I remember walking with my father in our garden. And then at one point he reached down, pulled some mint leaves off of a plant, ate a few, and handed the others to me. And I can remember thinking at the time, you taught us to never eat strange plants. This seemed confusing and wrong. On the other hand, my father knew what was right and safe, and I knew he'd never do anything that would harm his child, so I realized it was safe to eat the mint leaves, and they were delicious. Peter knew that he could trust God, even against his initial instincts to the contrary. Soon after, Peter and the other disciples would find themselves sharing the gospel in the homes of Gentiles and eating foods that at one time would never have touched their lips. The Pharisees would later condemn the disciples for this. But Jesus would share a useful lesson with them. In Matthew, he said, Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart. And these make a man unclean. Our hearts are filled with evil, and from them come all sorts of slander, gossip, hatred, jealousy. They show what sin has done to us and why we need a Savior. No special diet is going to make that disappear. But as David points out in the Psalms, only one person can do that. So David prayed, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. That's what Jesus came to do by taking our sins to the cross, dying, and then rising to life. Now, as the writer to the Hebrews points out, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, 
having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience. With great joy and confidence, the disciples now and without distinction shared the gospel with everyone, and by God's grace, so can we. Let us pray. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Let nothing hold me back from sharing your love. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.